what's happening? What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Appreciate you joining us. Uh, we're cranking out a few shows today this week, a little behind due to some school and uh, some of my classes. So uh, we're cranking out a few shows on Friday. So for this show, for Thursday's show, we're going to talk about a few interesting topics. Our game's rigged. It's been everywhere, been talked about all. I mean, I've seen it everywhere lately. So we'll discuss from, from our point of view, sports betting point of view, our game's rigged. But I wanted to start off today talking about this uh, oh God, this story with Alabama's old uh, baseball coach, Brad Bohannon. Oh, man, it's crazy. So for those who don't know, last baseball season, college baseball season, Alabama head coach Brad Bohannon tried placing a huge bet upwards of $100,000 against his team because his starting pitcher for Alabama was ruled out and nobody knew about it. Like we talked about on the show we did for Wednesday, yesterday's show, Information is the name of the game. Information is key. If you don't have info, you don't know how to price what's going on in the game, you're going to be lost handicapping the game. So info is everything. And insider information really doesn't exist anymore because the beat writer market is so so competitive that once there's any news about injuries, sickness, travel concerns, whatever, it's just tweeted out immediately. So inside information really doesn't exist anymore, but it does sometimes. And in this example, the head coach of... Alabama's baseball team was the only person who knew that his starting pitcher wasn't going to play. And so through this investigation, they found that Brad Bohannon reached out to an individual to place these bets. And oh my God, it's, it's, it's crazy how just brazen and dumb they were trying to execute this. Now I'm getting this information from defector.com and the uh, title of the article is we've found him America's dumbest better. <laughs> Okay, so it talks about what happened and in this little excerpt. It says on April 28, 2023, prior to Alabama's baseball game against LSU, Bohannon sent several electronic messages via the Signal encrypted messaging application to a better that Bohannon knew was involved in sports wagering activities. The electronic messages indicated that an Alabama baseball student athlete the school's uh, the scheduled starting pitcher for that evening's contest against LSU would not start the contest due to injury. Bohannon provided this information to the better before reporting the starting lineup. And here are the text messages. Okay, so uh, specifically, Bohannon texted the better, quote, hammer, dot, 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 and then in parentheses, this student athlete is out for sure. Let me know when I can tell LSU. Hurry. So again, the text message said, Hammer LSU, so-and-so is out for sure. Let me know when I can tell LSU. Hurry. Okay, so the coach texted this, <coughs> excuse me, to the individual who was going to place the bets for him, okay? So this unnamed individual, let's call him Better A, Sports Better A, went up and attempted to place a $100,000 wager on LSU. Now, he did this in Cincinnati, Ohio, at the Great American Ballpark where BetMGM's located. Well, he went up to the window, said, I'd like to bet $100,000 on LSU, and they only let him bet uh, $15,000. So this unnamed sports better then attempted to place additional bets at other sports books. And what happened was this suspicious activity set up a red flag. And for a couple reasons. And this is where the headline of the, the article comes into play. The dumbest better in America. Because the suspicion wasn't just due to an individual wanting to bet a lot of money on a game. He was saying things, this moron, was saying things to the individuals taking his bets at the sports book. Okay? 
Uh, according to this article, he said, quote, LSU's for sure going to win. And, quote, if only you guys knew what I knew. He was saying this to the bookies. And the, the article goes on to say, the suspicious activity also included the better showing sportsbook staff messages from Bohannon and explaining that the messages were from Alabama's head coach informing the better that Alabama's starting pitcher was going to be out and LSU didn't know yet. According to the investigation, this unnamed better was saying all of this stuff to the sports books. I mean, this is wild. Like, is he just dumb? Did, did he want to get caught? I have so many questions because head coach Brad Bohannon or ex-head coach Bohannon knew this individual to be a heavy better. So is this just some moron with millions of dollars who... I don't get it. There's a gap here, right? If you're a big better, you should know not to say these kind of things. So I have my own questions here. That This is crazy to me. So, so yeah, that's just something I wanted to bring up. Look, I'm sure this investigation is going to come out more and more the next week or two, but... <sighs> wow. Wow is all I have to say. All right, uh, let's get to our next topic, are games rigged? This has been everywhere lately in uh, TV, radio, podcasts. I've heard this in a bunch of different places. And actually, it's not just lately. It's not just recently. I've heard people complain about games being rigged for, for decades. I mean, in the 90s and 2000s, 2010s, th- this was, it's just not new. Right? People have been saying this for a while. But my answer to that is, you know, Look how many people are flat earthers out there. Do, do we really expect that some faction of the population isn't going to call for the games being rigged, right? That's, that's kind of expected. But it seems more and more a, a mainstream thought process is that, of course, the games are being rigged. So I kind of wanted to talk about this today because I actually don't agree with this. And my job, my livelihood is at stake for this. And um, I've got a bit of a different opinion. So let's start off with this. It's about incentive, If there are games being rigged, there's got to be someone or some group doing the rigging, right? Um, Now, these this can be a team, a sports team. This could be maybe individual players on that team, right? This could be referees. This could be uh, any individuals in the game. And then it could be the actual leagues doing this, right? Um, Because that's what I think a lot of people's concern is, is the league. So the NBA is fixing games so the Lakers win. Or the NFL, of course, they wanted the Chiefs in, so the Chiefs got in, certain things like that. I think what's happening here is a little bit of confirmation bias. Okay, because let's face it, the Lakers, last 10 years, they've been pretty decent a lot of the years. The Chiefs, last 10 years, have been pretty decent a lot of the years, right? So what happens is, if we have it in our minds, well, of course, the NBA wants the Lakers to win, and the Lakers win... A lot of us go, oh, see, told you, fixed, rigged. Well, what happens if the Lakers lose? And this is where confirmation bias kind of shines. A lot of us just ignore those examples, right? Well, the Lakers lost. Well, yeah, that's what we expected. But if the Lakers win, then it suddenly got to be some grand conspiracy, right? Of course it was fixed. Of course it was rigged because that would help the league. And again, I go back to incentive and risk-reward. And we're going to get a little later in the podcast why I think just from a definition point of view, this isn't happening. But just from a pragmatic point of view, I don't think it's happening because when you look at risk versus reward, individuals or leagues would only be fixing games if the reward outweighed the risk. And this is clearly not the case, especially in 2024, where these leagues across the board, even the NHL, 
are worth so much more than they ever have been before. I mean, these billionaires lining their pockets, you've got to ask, do they have the incentive to fix these games and rig these games, right? And, and look, I understand a lot of you out there, it, there's not a whole lot of trust for billionaires, right? I get it. We all know billionaires are greedy and billionaires are the ones running these leagues. So of course, if the billionaires of the NFL thought the Chiefs would be better for their pockets, why wouldn't they put the Chiefs in, right? That's the common sentiment. But I think that's a little bit misguided because even though I think we can all agree billionaires are greedy, they're not stupid. You know, billionaires can and will get away with whatever they can, but that doesn't mean at every opportunity they're going to take advantage. The risk for this far outweighs the reward. I kind of think about it with uh, like video blackjack in the casinos. You know how many times I've been to Vegas with my friends and they refuse to play any video game, whether it's blackjack or, or you know craps even or video roulette or video poker whatever because a lot of them have the idea of oh well it's a machine they can rig it right and even if the even if i say well what, what's what's the point like well, they wouldn't rig it because i'd say this to my friends right when they were in vegas i say i'm not gonna play video blackjack my point to them is what I'm about to tell you. The, the risk outweighs the reward. There's, there's no way that for a little bit extra, they're going to you know, screw you over or change the odds on a machine. But it's, it's a human being type of thing because it is a machine. Because we don't see the actual cards, it's very difficult for a lot of people out there to wrap their minds around the idea of why even play video blackjack if real blackjack's 10 feet away. Now, my point is it's the exact same thing. It's going to be the same thing. Your odds of winning don't change, especially if it's the same like rules, six to five blackjacks, that sort of thing, right? But many people will avoid those games simply because they're on a machine, right? So my, my whole point to everyone is the blackjack machines in Vegas, the crap machines in Vegas, the roulette machines in Vegas, or wherever you gamble, they're not fixed. They're already, blackjack is already going to beat you, unless you can count cards and that kind of stuff, but roulette's already going to beat you. Craps is already going to beat you. When you play roulette, you're not playing against Jim the Dealer. You're playing against a set of rules designed to beat you. So it doesn't matter whether those rules are on a screen or whether it's real life. There is no point in the casino making sure they rig that roulette machine. They're going to make just as much on that roulette machine as they are in real roulette. There is no reason. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard for a casino to rig their video games. It's just stupid, right? It's the same thing here with these leagues. They're making hand over fist with advertising and all that they're doing right now in the NFL, NBA, which is generally the two leagues who are accused of this the most. (laughs) It's the dumbest thing to think that there would be incentive for them to put the Lakers in the championship because, no, that would mean more eyeballs, mean more ad dollars. It's not worth it. Now, look, I could see if the NBA was struggling. And they just filed bankruptcy. They just filed Chapter 9, and they, they're out of money. Then it's like ripe for it. It's like, whoa, why is it Lakers, Celtics every year, you know? I, I could see that. But there's no way that in this day and age, that's what's going on. I just, it's not that I don't see it. It's, just, it's, it's not practical. It's not pragmatic, right? So that was the practical, pragmatic side of things, that practical, pragmatic point of view, which I agree with and I, and I think is real. But. Let's talk about why I think there is an even more concrete reason why it's not possible that rigging or cheating is going on to the level where people are benefiting, okay? Because the only reason anyone would ever rig a game is for some sort of outcome, usually a financial outcome, 
right? Like the Alabama uh, uh, baseball coach we talked about on last show. He was betting $100,000. Like there, there, was, there was a lot of money at stake. And what we saw happen was the market was changed because of this, right? If anyone's going to rig a game and fix a game, they're going to make sure to get down as much money on they, as they can on that fixed game. How do you think Tim Donahue was caught betting the NFL or betting the NBA as a, a referee? And by the way, if you want a good book on that, read Gaming the Game by <laughs> Sean Patrick Griffin, I want to say. I was about to say Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> I think it's Sean Patrick Griffin, something like that. Gaming the Game, great book about the Donahue scandal and the NBA. My point here in, in fixing games, if you want a good book on fixing games, read that. But let's get back to the actual reason why I think this isn't happening is there is so much regulation and legalization leads to regulation, okay? And now with all of the legalization and regulation within the sports betting industry, what starts to happen is any abnormalities stick out like a sore thumb. I mean, they just shine, okay? There are certain companies out there that exist with their sole job being watch the market, look for abnormalities, flag those abnormalities when they happen, and start to investigate. One company like this is called U.S. Integrity. Okay, the founder, Matty Holt, good long time in the sports betting industry. He knows his stuff. This, I think, is a company who is going to completely squash any game fixing that may be going on or maybe starting to go on in this day and age. Here's how it works. U.S. Integrity and other companies like this strongly monitor the market. Now, we've talked about before how there's sports bettors out there who all they do is monitor the market and they can make money. Well, how do they do this? They track where the money's coming in, track how much money's coming in. You can often see good, sharp plays, things like that. What happens with U.S. integrity and other businesses is when they see certain abnormalities, like on game day, an individual trying to bet $100,000 on an Alabama game, red flags are going to go up. You know, Tim Donahue got caught in the NBA because there was an, a disproportionate amount of money being bet on certain games in the NBA. And when individuals looked a little deeper and said, why these games, not others, the common factor was Tim Donahue was the referee, right? And this all happened because flags went up in the industry, more money being bet on those games. With all the regulation, there, it's, it's pretty much impossible for anyone to rig a game and get away with it because the moment that an individual starts making bets on your on the rigger's behalf, they're going to see in the sports betting market. So just the definition and, and the way that the market works and with the eyeballs on the market and the regulation, it's near impossible for anyone to ever rig a game, fix a game from the outside looking in, okay? From a referee's point of view, player's point of view, team's point of view, because they're all going to want to capitalize on the sports betting market. So you've just got to ask yourself, where's the incentive? Right, the because inc- I could actually see the incentive there. That's why Brad Bohannon, Alabama's coach last year, tried to to fix their game and bet against his team. It's because for individuals like like coaches in college baseball, or if you're playing college basketball at a D three individual, you know, D three school, you're not making any NIL money. That's where it's ripe for conspiracy, and that's where I see potential people even today being swayed because there's a lot of people playing D3 basketball who don't know as much as we do about the sports betting market who maybe talked into something like this. So I'm not saying that can't happen. I'm saying if it did happen, 
it would be squashed and identified so quickly. I mean, last look at the Alabama. I use the Alabama baseball example because that's a perfect example. Alabama's head coach in baseball, Brad Bohannon, bet against his own team this year or last year because his starting pitcher was going to be out and no one else knew about it. Okay, so I could see the incentive for that. But what happened was that same day, it was literally the day of the game, like hours after this happened, they were caught. This individual making bets was caught. Brad Bohan was caught. It it, it took hours. Okay, so that's my point here. It's impossible. I'm not saying it can't happen. There's probably, it probably is happening. I'm sure there's someone out there right now who's trying to contact a D3 college basketball player to see if he's interested in making 10,000 bucks to throw a game. I think it could be happening. My point is it won't happen because the regulation, there's too many eyeballs in the market that the moment an individual starts to make bets for whoever's fixing the games, that will be identified. Unless they're okay just making like a thousand bucks. If you're, "Eh, let's split it 500, 500, right? Then that's the incentive for them. This all comes back to incentive. So I think based on the regulation in the industry, it's near impossible for anyone to fix the game on the outside looking in. But let's get back to the original point, the leagues, okay? You've got to think that it's worth league to fix something to where, in my opinion, these billionaires, as greedy as they may be, they're not stupid. And they're going to get away with whatever they can. But if the risk outweighs the reward, I think it's the silliest thing to assume they would be doing that, right? So in my opinion, I don't think the leagues are doing it because there's no reason to, right? These leagues are more popular than ever. There's no reason. Even like, I know last year there wasn't a lot of eyeballs on on the NBA finals, you look at the final numbers across the board, the NBA did just fine, right? I could, Again, there's got to be an individual making this thing happen, an individual group making this thing happen. I don't see that happening at any level in any sport from the commissioner or the league point of view. So if the leagues aren't doing it because there's no incentive for them, that'd be dumb. If teams, players, referees can't do it based on definition because of the regulation in the market, what are we really left with here? And... I know that there's going to be a certain percentage of people who listen to this podcast and it's going to go in one ear, right right out the other, and they're going to take nothing away from it. Just like I can tell everyone out there who's who's a flat earther, all the evidence I have for the earth being round and they're going to finish listening to the podcast and say, nah, he's an idiot. He, he, he's a sheep. He doesn't get it. Right. So I know there's a lot of people out there who no matter what I say are still going to think games are rigged. And if you do, you do. But that's my opinion on it. I don't think that it makes sense for these books, teams, players, or leagues to be doing any of this fixing or rigging given the trajectory and momentum all these leagues currently have in 2024. So, all right, that does it. Appreciate you listening. We'll talk to you soon right here on Sports Betting Daily.